G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, let's talk through some of the issues today and find out how you can take action today and let MPs in your state, uh, coalition MPs primarily, but uh, to let them know uh, your position and uh, to encourage them uh, to hold strong to the coalition support for marriage in its current form as it appears in the Marriage Act. Let's talk through some of these issues and our special guest this hour and fielding questions and comments that you might have uh, is Dr David Phillips. David Phillips is the National Director of Family Voice Australia. He's a former principal research scientist with the Commonwealth Government and for more than 40 years... He's been an advocate for families on issues like marriage and divorce and parenting and children. He's also the author of the book called Courage in a Hostile World. David Phillips, welcome along to 2020. Good to be with you, Neil. Well, David, this is an interesting conversation we're going to have this hour because we'll talk about marriage and we'll invite listeners to be part of our conversation too. But it's not often we get to reflect on what would be a 40-year history that you've had with Family Voice Australia and, of course, going through all of these issues that we've seen in the build-up to where we find ourselves today and perhaps only a month away from what might happen in the federal parliament in some sort of a vote to change the definition of marriage. David, we're going to talk about how people can take action today because you guys have got something special happening. But let me just ask you to reflect on your 40 years at the helm there of Family Voice Australia and uh, the way that you've seen change happen to the way that relationships are conducted in our land? Well, Neil, <clears throat> certainly 40 years, a lot has changed. And uh, as you say, we've been in the middle of it uh, most of that time. But uh, there, there was a, a very turbulent period in the 1960s where there was a huge... Um, the so-called sexual revolution, which swept the world with uh, flower power and the uh, Woodstock Festival in, in, and uh, drugs and sex and uh, make love, not world war. Um, these were all the slogans of the 60s, and that uh, really impacted Australia in the early 70s. Uh, so it's a kind of worldwide um, rush, I suppose, to uh, question the values that have um, so benefited society for so many years, centuries, really. And uh, it hit Australia in the 70s, and the big impact on marriage, or one of the impacts, was the introduction of the Family Law Act, which made divorce very easy. So with that easy divorce came what we could consider to be a slippery slope. And even if the slippery slope happens over decades, that's still very fast when it comes to the history of the whole world. Well, if I think of my own childhood, um, I, I can't recall any of 
my uh, relatives or friends or friends of my parents who were divorced. Uh, divorce was very rare in those uh, at that time. Um, whereas after the Family Law Act came in, divorce rates just went through the roof. And now uh, I think most people are aware that just about everybody knows people who've been through divorce. So there has been um, um, a, a big damage to marriage through, and, and sometimes people are caught quite innocently. They're an innocent partner wanting to uh, maintain a marriage and their spouse just says, uh, I've had enough, I'm going uh, somewhere else. And there's nothing that someone can do because it's taken out of their hands. So um, many people regret that, and it has had a, a big impact on society because that's left... Uh, in, in Many sociologists are now talking about a fatherless generation because children very often end up with the mother... Not always, but uh, there's a strong trend in that direction. And that means uh, many young people growing up, children and teenagers and so on, don't have a father around the place. So we have a fatherless generation, and that's having an impact on our society. David, when you reflect on uh, the last 40 years, uh, some will say, well, the horse has bolted. Uh, you've got to make the best of a bad situation. But really, bad situations get a lot worse if you don't uh, draw a line somewhere. And uh, this whole idea of changing the definition of marriage is, as we've been saying, something of a, uh, a slippery slope uh, This we've, to, to get this far. Of course, uh, the slippery slope goes a lot further if you make this change again. Well, that's right. Uh, for example, in Sweden and Scandinavian world generally have been more libertarian on sexual matters for a longer period of time and they have seen uh, respect for marriage decline even further to the point where I mean, they've, they've had uh, same-sex civil unions and uh, same-sex so-called marriage for quite some time now and the impact seems to be that uh, marriage is increasingly being seen as um, irrelevant it's, it hasn't it's weakened marriage because if marriage means uh, everything it means nothing and so a lot of people in scandinavia are not getting married at all and the number of children born out of wedlock is now a huge it's 40 or 50 percent of children in in those countries well, David, when we've seen what's happened in Ireland uh, with their referendum, we've seen what's happened in the United States, and uh, and there is uh, what some people are considering to be momentum that is pushing Australia to the brink of making this change too. Are you optimistic that we might be able to head off this change, that there might be some uh, optimism of, of preserving this marriage definition uh, as it stands in the Marriage Act at the moment? Well, uh, Australia's a different country from those that you've quoted, and we need to remember there are some, nearly 200 different countries in the world, and only 20 of them have embraced so-called same-sex marriage. The other 180 or so, 90% of the countries of the world still have the traditional uh, classical definition of marriage is uh, the union of a man and a woman which has existed across cultures and down through millennia so 
Uh, we're with the majority at the moment, and I think there are good reasons for, uh, firstly, arguing that we should stay with the majority, and that there's a good chance we will stay with the majority. There are a couple of exceptional circumstances in Ireland. There, there, it's now um, known that there has been an organisation in the United States that poured $25 million uh, into homosexual propaganda in Ireland over the past 10 years leading up to the referendum. So for, for that amount of money to be spent by a wealthy homosexual group to influence a small country is, uh, well, I, I think it's questionable ethics. Why can't the local people in that country make their own decisions without being influenced by some um, US lobby group? The, in the United States, um, some 50 million people uh, have voted in referendums in many states saying they want to preserve ma man-woman marriage. And a mere five judges of the Supreme Court uh, took it upon themselves to overrule the democratically expressed wishes of 50 million Americans. Now, some of the minority uh, judgments, or four minority opinions or dissenting opinions, and they said, can America still be considered a democratic country if, if uh, five judges can overrule 50 million people? Now, Australia is different. Um, first of all, the basis on which the U.S. overruled the, the wishes of the people was on the U.S. Bill of Rights. Now, Australia doesn't have a Bill of Rights, and we have uh, resisted uh, getting a Bill of Rights precisely for this reason, that it puts power into the hands of a small number of judges rather than keeping uh, these decisions in the hands of the people or their representatives in Parliament. So Australia doesn't have a Bill of Rights. That's a quite different situation. And secondly, the High Court of Australia has already ruled this is not a matter that they are going to uh, decide. It's a matter to be decided by the federal parliament. So Australia is a very different country and um, the influences in Australia are different and there's no reason why we shouldn't uh, stay with the majority of countries in the world uh, and uh, endorse uh, or continue to uphold male-female marriage. Well, we have a coalition government here in Australia and their position is at this time to uphold the uh, definition as it appears in the Marriage Act that marriage is between one man and one woman. Of course, they're under enormous pressure. Uh, it's this pressure that has led not only Family Voice Australia but lots of organisations to really turn up the uh, the pressure on, on on Christian believers to actually make sure they're contacting uh, their local MPs to encourage them and to uh, help them to understand uh, why there is such a push uh, to maintain this definition. It brings me to this latest initiative that you've got with Family Voice Australia, the opportunity for ordinary people People listening to our conversation now to contact all of the coalition MPs in their state. How does this new process work, David? Well, I'm happy to <clears throat> happy to explain that. Uh, certainly, what you say is absolutely right. The coalition led the way in 2004 in 
confirming the uh, the long established definition of marriage in the marriage act and at that time 2004 this was uh, supported by all parties in government but um, the coalition led the way then and the coalition should um, hold the line today as a matter of party policy so we're encouraging the coalition to hold its uh, party position on upholding uh, male-female marriage and we've prepared a website to make it easy for people to encourage coalition members. You see that they are under a lot of pressure as you said from the homosexual lobby and coalition members need to know there are people wanting to keep marriage, um, true marriage. They need to hear from um, people um, who, uh, who are wanting to uphold marriage. So we've made an easy way of doing this. You go to a website, um, marriage.favor.org.au, and there you enter your uh, name and address, and that will show you the the list of um, coalition members in your state, whichever state you happen to be. And when you enter your address, it'll detect the... Um, or it'll display the coalition members in your state and there will be an email form there with some text, suggested text and an optional choice of headings and you can either uh, send the suggested text or you can uh, overwrite that, edit it or replace it with something that um, you would particularly like to express personally. So that's, that's easy, just go to marriage.favor.org.au and follow the bouncing ball. And I'll give that website uh, through the period of our conversation today. And it is easy to do. I, I took the opportunity earlier today and I went on to the website there at Family Voice Australia, FAVA.org. There's a link there. And uh, you're faced then with a screen that says Stand for Natural Marriage, Contact Your Coalition MP. And if you go through the uh, the links, the prompts there, uh, you'll be taken through a very easy to follow uh, form of how you can send a email uh, with your own thoughts. You can use the standard script and you can modify that with your own thoughts on marriage and that'll go to all of the federal MPs in your state. So take advantage of that opportunity, marriage.fava.org.au. This is 2020 with Neil Johnson, helping you make sense of life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. And our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. If you'd like to contribute to our conversation, we are talking marriage today again. And you might have your own thoughts. We've been talking about contacting your local federal MP. You might have already done that, or you might have done, as some have suggested, and actually got a delegation together, included your local pastor perhaps, and even fronted your local MP and just put your view on what ought to happen with marriage. Well, you might like to let us know what sort of response you've gotten from your local MP, whether you've just sent an email or you've sent a letter or you've actually made an appointment and gone and sat down and had a quiet cup of tea and explained your thoughts. You can give us a call, one 800 316 316. Love to hear from you. David Phillips, our guest, National Director of Family Voice Australia. David, as we reflect on this history, and you mentioned in our opening segment that still 
the largest majority of nations around the world have rejected the idea of changing marriage. Uh, one of those uh, issues has been in the Austrian parliament. What's the story with Austria? Well, they had a, a big uh, motion to consider on the 19th of June, only uh, a month or so ago, and uh, it was defeated overwhelmingly, 110 votes to 26. But would you read about it in the Australian press? Um, very few uh, Australian newspapers or media outlets reported this. Uh, so we decided to do a, a Facebook post, and um, this was created huge interest, and uh, then we found the Facebook post had been had disappeared. And we understand that um, if people make complaints about a post on a Facebook page, then Facebook will just take it down. And so we suspect the homosexual lobby didn't like the truth getting out, and so they organised a campaign to complain to Facebook. That's the only explanation we can come up with. Anyway, we've put it up again. And uh, if you go to our Facebook page, then you'll see, just scrolling down a bit, the 11th of July, um, Austria rejects gay marriage with a photo of the Austrian parliament. And um, so we've already had uh, thousands of people who've uh, liked that. And... Uh, I encourage people, your listeners, to like our page. We would love to have more people who've liked our page on Facebook. There's lots of action we're talking about that you can take even this hour. Before this conversation is finished, you could actually make some impact in your community, in your state here in Australia. And uh, the uh, FAVA, F-A-V-A, Family Voice Australia Facebook page, if you go there, you'll be able to like that particular uh, post, and that's all about uh, the Austrian Parliament, and they have overwhelmingly rejected uh, same-sex marriage. The interesting thing here, David, and this seems to t- come up time and again, is that media in Australia are not reporting on all sides of this issue. In fact, there appears to be not just a reporting on the way that marriage uh, is changing or the debate is moving, but it's actually a campaign that's coming from the media that is against uh, marriage as we know it in its traditional form. That's right. And another thing the media uh, failed to report was a huge Rome a rally in Rome uh, just the day after the Austrian vote of up to a million people in the San Giovanni Square uh, supporting true marriage. So uh, there are a number of things that the media in Australia are just not reporting. So we're only getting one side of the story, and that's why people need to um, connect with uh, the Family Voice Facebook page and and uh, get in touch with us to get uh, balanced news. Well, we're taking calls. Our talkback line open, 1-800-316-316, if you'd like to contribute to our conversation today. Damien is in Brisbane. Hello, Damien. Welcome along to 2020. Yes, uh, good afternoon, Neil and uh, David. It's um, Yeah, look, uh, I guess my angle is the corporate sponsorship side of it. And, and recently there was that uh, advertisement from, uh, you know, I think it was about 100 corporate organisations that uh, are putting their weight behind homosexual marriage. Um, you know, I'm just seeing, you know, I guess, do we have a duty to play there as well with voicing our concerns to these corporate organisations? about their support for this uh, push. So not just politicians, but actually contacting the corporates too. Uh, your thoughts, David Phillips? 
Uh, absolutely. We've just, in fact, uh, written to... There are about 180 corporate sponsors listed on the AME website, and uh, we have written to all of them expressing our concern that um, this is a political issue, and um, many of our supporters would be customers of some of these people, uh, banks and uh, airlines and, and, and other things, uh, and they haven't, these corporates haven't consulted their staff, haven't consulted the public, haven't consulted their customers. So by what moral right do they think they can come out and campaign for a political issue? They're not there to run political campaigns. Businesses are there to serve their customers. And so we've written to them all uh, saying this is quite inappropriate for them. Damien from Brisbane, thanks so much for your input today here on 2020. You can be part of this conversation. Our talkback line opened on 1-800-316-316. You might have something to add. We're talking about the slippery slope of changing marriage in Australia. Uh, what sort of response perhaps you've already received from your local MP? And uh, if you're like Damien, perhaps you've got some concerns about other ways that there are pushes towards this change of a definition of marriage. Let's hear from Ian in Adelaide in South Australia. Hello, Ian. Welcome along to 2020. Thanks very much. Um, I've just been interested in the the debate, and uh, there's been a lot of really valid points made about the the desire for change for the sake of change and uh, just what all that entails and the media's response to to that and also politicians' Uh, being unsure of their own position and how to meet a popular, what seems to be a loud, popular minority voice. Uh, Our concern, my wife and I's real concern is that if marriage is changed, the definition of marriage is changed, it would seem to discriminate against the majority of people who have a marriage uh, of a man and a woman and bringing our children up to uh, honour the same uh, definition and uh, go through the same uh, process of forming up a family. So our concern is that discrimination that would occur uh, against, and I'm sure it's not an issue that hasn't been raised before, but uh, just, just a comment there that we feel under threat. We've been married for 44 years, a Christian marriage, and uh, we feel it's the the best there is that uh, has come through from thousands of years in many different countries, as we've heard. Well, Ian, you make a good point, because uh, while there are those in the minority, 2% of Australians homosexual who are uh, calling out discrimination, discrimination, there are 98% of people who'd be discriminated against if there was a change. Your thoughts, David Phillips? Well, there is, in fact, growing... Um, intolerance of people who hold uh, to true marriage, as Ian has said. Just recently, the Catholic Archbishop of Tasmania, Archbishop Porteous, uh, distributed a um, uh, small booklet to Catholic schools called Don't Mess With Marriage. Now, one would have thought that a Catholic Archbishop is entirely within his rights to send some pastoral material to Catholic students in Catholic schools to tell them what Catholic teaching on marriage is. Uh, but what happened was um, Rodney Croom, the homosexual lobbyist, has lodged a complaint with the Anti-Discrimination Commission saying he has no right 
to uh, inform Catholic schools of Catholic teaching on marriage. This is just one of the sorts of examples, <clears throat> and the uh, dissenting reports of the judges in the U.S. Uh, Supreme Court decision said that what this will do is to uh, open up persecution of religious views, it's, uh, uh, whether it's Christian, Jewish, Muslim, or anything else, because the um, majority of the world uh, supports male-female marriage, and majority of, well, a, a large number of Americans do as well, but they will be uh, discriminated against and persecuted against. So this is um, a reason why we should uh, re renew our efforts to oppose this push by a small minority. And the, the primary focus at the moment should be to encourage the coalition, the federal coalition, to stand firm in upholding its, uh, its uh, current and previous uh, pos party position of upholding true marriage. Thank you to Ian from Adelaide. Uh, you can be part of our conversation to 1-800-316-316. And while we're talking about positive initiatives, uh, to pick up on this latest initiative from Family Voice Australia, where you can go online right now at a website called marriage.fava.org.au. And in that uh, little simple mechanism they've got set up online, you'll be able to send an email message to every coalition MP in your state. Uh, you could make a huge difference before the end of this hour. Why don't you go to that website at marriage.fava.org.au. Our special guest is Dr David Phillips. He's National Director of Family Voice Australia and we're taking your calls, 1-800-316-316. Let's hear from Trevor in Brisbane. Hello, Trevor. Welcome along. Yeah, how you going, Neil? Good, uh, Trevor. David, uh, great to hear your show. I've listened to you several times, Neil. You have some fabulous stuff. Um, and David... Um, uh, I just compliment yourself on uh, what you're doing there, mate. It's just fabulous that we've got some people like yourself out there really, um, um, you know, uh, getting into this thing. Um, mate, I just wanted to check with you because um, previously I was listening to one of your shows, Neil, yep. um, and I got a, a website that was family.org.au, and this was a list of polities and uh, federal, local and uh, federal, um, their address, so you could actually click on and send them an email of some sort. Now, uh, the one that you're suggesting as well is another one. Is that right? Uh, this is another one. Uh, this is an initiative we're talking about today from Family Voice Australia. And if you go to that website, uh, either Google Family Voice Australia or go to marriage.fava.org.au. And on there is a simple process uh, where yep. you'll be able to send an email with a letter that you can either use a form letter or you can yep. make a modification to that and put your own personal perspectives in there. And as you send that, uh, it'll be addressed to all of the coalition MPs in your state or territory. So uh, take advantage of that opportunity, Trevor. I'm sure you'll, yep. uh, you'll be one yep. who'll, uh, who'll certainly uh, do that and have a good impact. Yes, good. Yeah, because the one thing that uh, really uh, worries me, as you say, uh, David, is... Um, the minority, and let alone the media, are getting away with murder. Like I heard recently on the show previously, um, SBS got away with not running an ad uh, by some lobby, um, and yet they uh, uh, they gave free um, telecast to the um, gay community on their gay Mardi Gras. 
Yeah. Uh, you're and, talking and about the it. issues with uh, Australian Marriage Forum and uh, Dr David Van Gend has been our guest yeah. a number of times talking about those issues. Let's hear from David Phillips. Uh, David, uh, you'd be familiar with those sorts of issues where uh, where there has been uh, people who have been in favour of, of upholding a, a, a traditional definition of marriage. They have seriously been just pushed aside so easily. Well, it's not a level playing field. I think we we need to recognise that and we need to find ways of getting around it, which is uh, why Family Voice is uh, running a a Facebook page and running a form for emailing MPs and we have a website and and other publications. So David Van Gent has done a a great job. The videos that he produced were superb first-rate videos and any reasonable person would have thought that uh, a TV station would be prepared to accept them, particularly as paid advertising. But uh, we've just got to find other ways of getting around that. And one good way of doing it is getting in touch with your local federal member of parliament uh, by writing to them or or emailing them or going to see them. So we encourage people to uh, go directly to their MPs. Trevor from Brisbane, thanks so much for your input today here on 2020. one 316 if you'd like to be part of this conversation. Let's hear from Andrew in Adelaide. Hello, Andrew. Welcome along to 2020. Hi, thanks, Henry. Um Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I, I heard earlier about contacting your MPs, and so I, uh, I did that the other day, and um, it was funny because I got, I got an email back from uh, someone who like, must have gone to all the MPs in the state I got an email back from the Greens, Sarah Hanson Young, and uh, like her media correspondent or liaison, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And you know they're they're saying they were, I was disgusted to see the propaganda by these guys. They're saying like, oh, it's just we, you know we will continue to work hard uh, for marriage equality. This is the email that I got back from her that we will continue to work hard for marriage equality uh, because you know seventy seventy percent of Australians. Want gay marriage? Uh, sorry, want uh, marriage equality change? And you know, I was thinking to myself, where are these garbage figures coming from? And you know, when you've got when you've got propaganda like that being uh, sent back to people, you know, you you kind of feel a bit discouraged and voiceless. So the second thing I was just going to ask is, please make it part of the app or something where we can just uh, tap on the app and um, you know uh, send off emails. You know what I mean? Like just something to, so people are more in the know. We'll take that on board and see what we can do about that. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for your input today here on 2020. A uh, quick response to you, uh, uh, David Phillips, uh, when it comes to these sorts of polls and the well, trends that we've been seeing. Well, a, a couple of comments on polls. Uh, first of all, that uh, there was a, a poll done by Crosby Textor last year, last August, that uh, claimed they found uh, 72% in favour of uh, same-sex uh, marriage, but a news poll this year in June uh, found that that had fallen to 58%. So it looks as if the tide is turning, that people are waking up and that people are swinging back to upholding natural marriage. The other thing that needs to be borne in mind with polls is that it all depends how you uh, um, how the question is framed and also the the questions that go before it because polls can set up a series of questions which lead people to think in a particular direction before they come to the the question. So the polls are not necessarily neutral and it depends what you ask. There's another poll being conducted recently that 
um, asked a different question. Do you think a child should have the right to um, its biological, natural mum and dad? And the, there was overwhelming support for that. I forget the exact figure, but 60% or something or more. Maybe it was 70 um, And so when people realise that uh, marriage and family life are a package deal, they go together. And if you... Uh, if Australia were to legalise same-sex marriage, it would also be legalising a situation where children would be brought up in same-sex households. But the majority of Australians, when they wake up to that, realise that's not a good thing for kids. And now the other point that Andrew raised, the uh, Tap the App, well, our new uh, website um, that allows you to send emails to MPs is... Um, designed to to work easily on mobile phones so uh, Andrew should be able to look up the site on a mobile phone and it's a fairly simple matter of entering his details and then tapping send. Okay well you can simply google Family Voice Australia to access the opportunity that you have there to be able to contact every one of the coalition MPs in your state or territory simply google Family Voice Australia or you can you can go to marriage.fava.org.au our guest this hour is Dr David Phillips the national director of Family Voice Australia taking calls on 1-800-316-316 let's hear from Joe in Adelaide hello Joe welcome along Thank you very much. Thank you for the opportunity to speak to you guys too. You did a fantastic job there. Thanks, Joe. What are your thoughts? I just think uh, this marriage business is ridiculous, you know what I mean? Um, you've got this husband and wife. I've been married for 20-odd years now. And you've got these people wanting to push themselves on us and get married under the same banner. Why don't they just go ahead and get their own banner and get married under that? There's a lot of people just living together and they're not pushing their banner to get married under certain expectations. So why, why try and inherit the, the marriage thing? Try and break that down. It's ridiculous. And, and I just think it's going to be really tough because they're going to have gay and what they call it, gay and uh, Mardi Gras all over the place. And they're, they're sickening to even watch, to be honest with you. Now we just open the doors to all this type of stuff. It's ridiculous. And uh, I copied Mr. David on their website. I'll be, I'll be going straight there myself today. The... The right my letter as well, yes. Good on you, Joe. Your thoughts, uh, David? Any response there to what Joe's sharing? Well, I, I think the uh, <clears throat> the agenda of the same-sex lobby is, or homosexual lobby, is indeed much bigger than marriage. Marriage is really just an excuse. What they want is for complete normalisation of homosexual behaviour, normalisation of, of sodomy in community. They want um, it to be... Uh, taught in schools that uh, sodomy is is fine for for kids uh, uh, when they grow up Uh, and so their agenda is much bigger than marriage they just want um, same-sex marriage to honor the whole homosexual lifestyle and and that uh, can you imagine a society consisting of only homosexuals and lesbians There, there would be no children uh, the society would just die out. It's not a, a good model for society, just from a practical point of view. Um, so uh, natural marriage is the only way in which children are naturally conceived. Um, everybody knows that children result from the uh, union of a man and a woman, and they 
do best when they're brought up by their natural mum and dad. So the whole notion that we want to uh, promote and highlight homosexual relations is just uh, negative and, and destructive to society. Joe from Adelaide, thanks for your input today on 2020. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Australia's Vision Radio Network. Talking about a website that enables you to send on to every federal coalition MP in your state your letter and simply Google Family Voice Australia and you'll be able to get a letter into the hands of uh, your federal MP and not only your federal MP but every other federal MP in the coalition uh, in your state. Our guest this hour, Dr David Phillips, National Director of Family Voice Australia. Phone has been running hot. Let's continue to take some calls, David. Let's hear from Craig in Victoria. Hello, Craig. Yes, thanks. Uh, I've been here before. Uh, this is um, a good uh, thing to talk about. Uh, we have to be awake, not asleep, because uh, if the Labor government get in, we're in big trouble this country. The Roman Empire brought down Italy, you know, all them years ago, you know, and it's ordinary people can make, uh, you know, do extraordinary things. And... Um, you know, Jeremiah seventeen nine, Micah six eight. You know, if the, if the gays and with that would just read the Bible to to wake up and not be asleep, it's all simple. It's mm. just simple, so simple. But they're so they, they it's like uh, Psalm thirty two eight, bit and bridle. They have to be corrected all the time, and they just won't wake up. They continue to just disobey God. That's mm. all. It's simple. That's right. There's a simplicity yes. about that. Craig, thank you so much for your call. Let's hear from Lynette in Victor Harbour. Hello, Lynette. Lynette, have we got you're you? Doing. Lynette. Yes. What are your thoughts? Well, I've um, signed the petition online and I got answers from every politician. Some of them were just uh, automatically generated replies. Some did reply personally. Um, I was just wondering if it was possible that they put online a petition that can be printed so that we could take it to our lo- local churches to be signed and then sent in because a lot of um, older people are, are against same-sex marriages but they don't have the technology knowledge of how to get online and to do these sort of things. So I was just wondering, and I'm not very good either at knowing how to start a petition, but I would be willing to print one out and to take it to the churches in my area to get um, signatures to support. It's a good um, point, Lynette. Let's hear from David Phillips. David, uh, the idea that not everybody's technologically savvy and uh, might not be able to access the internet to be able to do uh, what we've been saying that people can do today, I, I guess there are traditional means that uh, people who are not particularly technological can do. Well, uh, we've got... Uh uh, another initiative that uh, we haven't actually rolled out publicly yet, but uh, uh, this would uh, provide Lynette with exactly what she's asking for. So I suggest that uh, if you'd like to help with that, we then uh, phone our office on 1300 365 965 and say uh, you'd like to help and we will um, we'll be able to send you some material that will allow you to help. Lynette from Victor Harbour, thanks so much for your call. Let's hear from Peter in the Hunter Valley in New South Wales. Hello, Peter. Good afternoon. Hi, Peter. What are your thoughts? 
Well, I've got a bit of an opposing view to most of the uh, the callers. Um, you know, I, I, well, I was raised Christian, and uh, to be honest, I turned my back on churches uh, following all the um, the abuse uh, scandals and what's gone on there. And I really sort of object to uh, the churches telling me how to live when um, the morality within their own institutions hasn't been quite what it should be. Um, that aside, uh, I've taken the view that um, if somebody you know, I've heard the phrase used so often that um, homosexuals choose to be homosexual, um, and that all, that goes against all the uh, the scientific evidence that uh, that says otherwise. That they are born the way they are, and those sort of things go back to uh, you know prehistory. Uh, you know, Alexander the Great was reputed to be homosexual, as were many others throughout history. And I think a lot of it is just the uh, the teaching of the church traditionally that we've uh, we we look at it as a sin, that it's something evil. Um, you know, I'm sure that a lot of a uh, lot of people out there that are gay, um, you know, and already we see it with people like Penny Wong, the concerns about oh, listen, children will be raised in uh, an environment where there isn't a male and female figure. Um, you know, she's already raising children, are so, as are so many other. Uh, homosexual couples. Peter, you're reflecting a bunch of views which are often talked about on this program on 2020, but we've got uh, Dr David Phillips with us from Family Voice Australia. David, your thoughts on what Peter's sharing, uh, Peter from the Hunter Valley. Well, um, thank you, Peter. uh, It's good to raise these questions. Um, The first comment is uh, about homosexuals are born that way. That's the claim. Um, and you say that's backed by scientific evidence. Well, that's not actually the case. That uh, the clearest example or clearest indication is from twin studies, where uh, if if one twin has blue eyes, then you can guarantee the other twin will have blue eyes because uh, eye colour is genetically determined. But that is not the case with homosexuals. If one identical twin is homosexual, the other is heterosexual in some 90% of the cases. So that uh, proves quite conclusively that it is not genetic. The other thing is that large-scale studies in the United States and in New Zealand have looked at change. And uh, if you're born that way, the Uh, the implication is that you can't change. Well, um, the studies in the United States and New Zealand, very large-scale, very high-quality research, has shown that of teenagers, uh, 16 or thereabouts, who are same-sex attracted at that stage, 10 years later, when they're in their late 20s, um, 80% of them are then opposite-sex attracted. So it's a phase that uh, some... Uh, teenagers go through and they they get uh, grow out of that phase and become same uh, opposite sex attracted later on so and there are people who have there are examples of people who have lived a homosexual lifestyle for a number of years and then have uh, decided that it's a bit like taking up smoking uh, in your teenage years uh, people get addicted to smoking uh, but sometimes they realize it's not good for their health and they give it up Um, now it's not easy Uh, I've known people who are smokers and they find it very very hard to give up but um, homosexual lifestyle is a bit like that it's a compulsive behavior which is very difficult to give up but some people do and there are 
uh, numerous examples of people who've given up a homosexual lifestyle. Now, not without difficulty, uh, I should say, but uh, there are people who, who give it up. So it is possible to change. Change does happen, and this is, in many of these cases, it's not with counselling or pressure or anything like that. It's just people decide they, they actually don't like the homosexual lifestyle and they give it up. Um, so, and there are other claims made about children uh, growing up um, <clears throat> in lesbian or homosexual, male homosexual households that they miss out on either male or female influence and there are lots of claims around that they do just as well as other children but uh, again I was just looking last night at a study which has considered uh, looked at uh, some nearly 60 studies that are making these claims but all of them are invalid they're small sample sizes they don't have control studies they're not statistically significant all of them are invalid and the valid studies show that children suffer when they lack a male or a female role model. I could David, go on. we'll have but to we're, we'll we're have cut in here. Time, I think. We are running out of time. And Peter from the Hunter Valley, thanks so much for your thoughts. Uh, you did raise one important issue was, uh, you know, trusting the church. I mean, the church has 2,000 years of baggage and there are some indefensible things that the church has done over those times. I always point people uh, to the Bible and a focus on Jesus Christ himself. Uh, if you want faith... Uh, put faith in Jesus Christ, not in church leaders or people who may, in some form, let you down. Just to quickly mention, uh, simply Google Family Voice Australia and find out how you can send an email to Federal Coalition MPs today. In fact, in just a few moments, you'd be able to send a letter and have one into their offices. Uh, David Phillips, National Director of Family Voice Australia, thanks so much for being with us on 2020. It's been a great pleasure, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.